you there. Good morning. Thanks for coming along. It is already midweek. It is Wednesday. So if you're a countdown to Friday kind of person, you're right on the cusp of downhill from there. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for you, and I am grateful that you are spending your Wednesday with me. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning, and it is definitely summer in full swing now, isn't it? I know it was uh, not even a week ago, I guess, when everybody was like, hey, it's the first official day of summer. And I was thinking, yes, it's felt like summer for a while. But now, you know, with summer camps and actually school starting to kind of be on the horizon uh, as we get ready to wrap up June, summer is, is definitely in the thick of it now, right? So I hope you're enjoying it. Glad that you're spending time with us here on your Victory 91.5. We're getting ready to cover this hour in prayer, but first I want to take you to Paul in his letter into the uh, Galatian church. We're going to start in the first chapter. We're going to go down to verse 10. It says, I'm obviously not trying to flatter you or water down my message to be popular with men, but my supreme passion is to please God. For if all I attempt to do is please people, I would fail to be a true servant of Christ. Mm, let's think about that one for a second. Are we pursuing the Father or are we pursuing man's opinion? And then in his first letter to the uh, Christians at Thessalonica in chapter 2, verse 4, says, Our motivation to preach is not pleasing people, but pleasing God, who thoroughly examines our hearts. God is our witness that when we came to encourage you, we never once used cunning compliments as a pretext for greed, nor did we crave the praises of men, whether you or others. So on multiple occasions, reminds us, now nah, it doesn't matter what you think, it doesn't matter what man thinks, our heart, our pursuit should be our hearts lining up with the Father. The fear of man or the pull to please or care about how you will be perceived, that's a trap and it's a muzzle. So let's take a look at our heart. Let's take a look at our reasoning for the things we're doing or that we feel God is calling us unto. And Father, give us boldness through your Holy Spirit. Give us your fire so that we burn for you. Give us compassion for others, but not a care in this world as to how our words from you and for you are perceived by the lens of carnal concepts. We don't want to please the world. We only want to be pleasing to you, God. And we know that we can't do both anyway. So thank you, Father, for making this clear. Thank you, Jesus. We, we take joy and rest in you, Yeshua. Messiah, we magnify you. We worship you. We love you. We pursue your heart, Father, and give you our obedience over seeking the praise of people. We declare joy and peace and strength over this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Maybe it's time to pause oh, 
Maybe it's time. Every time I hear that song, it's such a great reminder that we have to take time, make time to get in the presence of the Father. And sometimes that means we got to push pause on everything else. That was Alexander Pappas from his uh, Idaho Campfire Edition album. And this is Q in the Morning on your Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and I'm asking you what you're looking at this morning. And again, your circle matters. Who you scrolling with on social media. It is an important part of your life because you spend a lot of time there. So who's encouraging you? Who's challenging you? Author and revivalist Larry Sparks in his latest book, Pentecostal Fire. He approaches the subject of our motives in our worship by sharing an excerpt from one chapter, a sound from heaven or a sound from earth, asking questions about if we are after an emotional stir or getting that flutter in our chest when we worship or what we call worship today. Again, we get stuck with the semantics of worship being just when we're singing or when we're listening to music. It's more than that. He makes the statement that we've settled for all the feels when something superior is available, like glory, encounter, holy, presence, weight. He points out that Martin Lloyd-Jones said, let us beware of this subtle temptations to entertain the people, thinking that thereby we can attract them and save them. Well, first of all, Jesus does the saving. The Holy Spirit checks our motives in our worship. Don't settle for songs that lullaby you into a stupor or a slumber. Be sure you are after a sound from heaven and not just one that sounds good on earth. Stephanie Summers joining up with J.J. Hairston for Mighty Strong God on the Sound of Revival. Thanks for hanging out. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. I'm going to take you into Isaiah 50, verse 7. It's a powerful statement. It's something you can rest on through the prophet Isaiah here. It says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. And I know that I will not be put to shame. So another motivation to be in the word, being led by the spirit, taking time in his presence so people realize you've been with Jesus, that he's got you. Then you don't have to worry about anything the world has to say or think or any of that stuff. If you're determined to do his will, his way, it will always be done in his supply and with his protection. Hmm. Hey, we're going to be uh, talking about giants again. I know we talked about taking down giants yesterday with one of the most famous ones being David dispatching Goliath. Well, today when we go over the edge on Q in the morning, I'm going to share with you a story about a modern day animal kingdom version of a uh, David and Goliath. No, no stones or heads getting cut off, though. <laughs> Stick around. We'll have that in just a moment here on Victory 91.5. Community-funded, listener-supported Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning, and I'm going to take you over the edge, as promised. 
Now, a pair of brothers, Gavin and Cameron, they're from British Columbia, up there in Canada, near Vancouver. They uh, say they said their cat, named Tigger, by the way, is known to be mischievous and fearless and can be found chasing neighborhood dogs away from their home. Now, that's not the over-the-edge part. So, <laughs> they were loading up a car for a trip, and all of a sudden, of course, remember, they're in Canada, near Vancouver, a uh, large black bear appeared in the driveway, and they didn't notice right away, but apparently just two feet from the bear, there stands Tigger. <laughs> So they started recording. What else do you do, naturally, in a situation with a black bear in your driveway? Uh, and now the video's on TikTok, and it's Tigger facing down the bear while these brothers are calling for the cat to get away. And uh, they're stunned as Tigger arches his back and walks toward the bear, and uh, the bear takes off. <laughs> The brothers said that the bear has visited their neighborhood before, but since its confrontation with Tigger, it has not been seen again. So, <laughs> there's your modern-day David and Goliath without the stone and, and the cutting off of the head. Just a little arching of the back and saying, get away, this is my driveway, thank you very much. So, Tigger wins. <laughs> Anyway, caught me as funny, and I thought I would share it as over the edge this morning for you here on Q in the Morning. Victory 91.5, that's City Point Worship with the Giants. Yeah, we've, uh, we've slayed some Giants because of Jesus. There's plenty left to cut the heads off of, <laughs> so we've got to stay in the Word, stay vigilant, and find a way to come together as a body of Christ. There's so many gifts and purposes and, and all, all that the Lord gives us to come together and use together that will further His kingdom here on earth. If we can just find a way to let our old stuff go and come together as new creatures in Christ. Appreciate the opportunity to be here with you this morning. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning. We're going to cover this hour in prayer. We're going to go to Matthew 4, verse 17. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Just that one statement. You know, there's a lot of uh, sloppy grace, if that's the right word, that gets preached. Say, well, Jesus would never say this or that. He would only show love. Well, yes, he did show love, but he also didn't let you leave the same, and he told you, repent of your sins and turn to God. Mm. Verse 18, one day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, and this was so simple, I love this. He met them where they were, by the way. He said, come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. So he didn't even leave them where they were. He met them there, but he changed their life forever with one sentence. Follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. They left their nets at once and followed him. 
A little further up the shore, he saw two more, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets, and he called them to come, too. They immediately <laughs> followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. What are you willing to leave? What are you willing to do immediately for the Messiah, for Yeshua, the Savior of the world? Repenting means turning away from something and going a new direction. The old stuff has got to go. Being a new creature in Christ is what we have on the table. You receive, you believe, and you grow. As people, yes, we are not perfect. But he said, follow me. And then he gave us example after example of what to do, how to do it. We grab a hold of that, keep our eyes on him, and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your son. We thank you for being clear in your love to not touch the light socket, <laughs> to take us away from what could kill us. So yes, we repent of our sins. We turn to you, Father, for your kingdom of heaven is here now today. We are grateful that you walked up and said, follow me, and then gave us the Holy Spirit to help, to comfort. Because in ourselves, we can't do it, which is freedom. Don't want to do it in myself. Only want to do what you have said for me to do. And that's to love you with everything I've got and to love others in the same way that I have been loved. So, Father, we love you. We thank you for allowing us to love others because of you. And we take joy in you. In Jesus' name, amen. That's the two big ones right there. Love God, love people. Thank you, Danny Goki. That is an amazing reminder again this morning. I love how the music does that for us. Love that I get to share it with you this morning. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with everything you have. And then love people as he has loved you. Period. There's a lot of other things that come, obviously, through the Ten Commandments. the Those different buckets of things that we were taught to do and be through Christ, through the Holy Spirit. But it boils down to loving the Father and loving his people. And he loves everybody. So they're all his people. Yes, I know. Receiving and believing and becoming followers, that's a different set of people. But we're still all the people that God loves. Because he sent his only son to the world to die for us. And he will draw all men to him. Hmm. Hey, it's time to ask you what, uh, what do you know today? Or did you know, rather? <laughs> On this day in 1810, did you know that after resolute petitioning of college students from Williams College and Andover Seminary, the Congregationalists of Massachusetts organized the American Board of Commissioners for Foreign Missions, which was America's first foreign missions society all the way back on this day in 1810 and now you know you're my savior. 
He is our Savior. That's Jesus in me with Caleb Carroll here on the Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5, and it's time for me to give you your quote of the day. It's Pastor Trina Hankins, and she says, When you go in the Spirit into your chamber, you're going to get loaded up with some powerful weaponry. You know that secret place, that opportunity for you and Jesus to get together. No distractions, just you and him. You come out armed up. Jesus says it like this in Matthew 6. Verse 6 says, But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. Hey, that means he's got you covered. But you got to go to him. you got to allow the Holy Spirit to dictate your time with him, your opportunities to be in the presence of the Father through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. You'll come out loaded up. As our quote of the day says, when you go in the Spirit into your chamber, you're going to get loaded up with some powerful weaponry. Jonathan David Helser, fourth man here on Victory 91.5. Aren't you glad he's the fourth man in the fire? He comes with us. <laughs> Sometimes when we're standing for truth, we feel alone, but that's what the enemy wants you to think. He is right there. God is right there with you. They couldn't believe it as they put those three boys in the fire and everybody said, wait, wait a second. Didn't we put three in there? <laughs> oh, he's before us, beside us, behind us, fighting our battles with us. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. Glad to have the opportunity to worship the Father in song, in word, and in prayer. And we're going to do two of those things and then get back into the songs here in just a moment. So Romans 5, we're going to start in verse 1 and see where the Lord leads it. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know but they help us develop endurance. And in verse 4, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. In verse 6, well, we'll stop for now. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Mm. A lot there to unpack. But the bottom line is, God's faithfulness builds our faith. We love him, we take joy in him, 
all that he has done for us tells us all we need to know. And because that faithfulness gets built by his faithfulness and then builds our endurance and then gives us the character and the strength to continue through the power of the Holy Spirit, we don't have to worry about disappointment. We don't have to worry about anxiety. Yes, those things come, but we don't have to dwell there. We get to have his Holy Spirit fill our hearts with his love. And Father, we are so grateful for your love, grateful for your goodness, God. We thank you for your faithfulness, Father. We are in awe that you chose us and that you love us. In Jesus' name, we declare your promises over our day, those promises of peace that pass all understanding, those promises of strength that can come from your joy, that undeserved privilege, Father, that we stand and confidently and joyfully look forward to living forever with you. We know because of your word that we get to develop this endurance that will take us to the end. You said those that endure to the end, we've got a place with you. So we're not disappointed, we're not fearful, we're not anxious. We rest in you. We worship you today. We magnify your name, Jehovah. We love you, Lord. We are grateful for you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, we got to get out of the way of our own heart. It's easier said than done sometimes, I'm sure. But that's why we have the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> get our old stuff out the way. That was Chris Renzema here on Victory 91.5. Hey, what you looking at this morning? Those social media scrolls. Yeah, who you scrolling with? Well, a friend of mine, Hannah, she posted this quote by John Mark Comer the other day, pastor of Bridgetown Church in Portland, and he said... The noise of the modern world makes us dead to the voice of God, drowning out the one input we most need. Mm. Talk about leaving the old stuff behind and embracing the new creature we have become in Christ. Tune out all of the world stuff. <laughs> it doesn't really lend itself to listening to the voice of God. It wants you to listen to the voice of self. So the one input we most need is the voice of God. Don't let anything mute that in you. Don't let the enemy divide and distract with anything this world has to offer. Because what we most need is the voice of God because of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah, that's a good groove to take with you. It's a good day. Jamie Thetan here on Victory 91.5.
This has been Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy, and I am privileged to have the opportunity to be here with you each morning. Monday through Friday, it is 6 to 10, and uh, on Saturday edition, it is 6 to 12. It is an awesome time, and uh, today, going to close it out before I get uh, Nathan in here to take care of you, and then, of course, you'll have coffee with Corey in the afternoon at 3 o'clock. 1 Peter 4, verse 8, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Now, there's a lot more context to that verse, but it is a good place to start. Let's love each other, because that's, you know, those two big old commandments that Jesus points out often. Love the Lord your God with all you got, and love others the way that you have been loved by the Father. Powerful stuff. Hey, and while you're giving out that love that God has given to you, did you know that today is National Hug Day or a National Hug Holiday or something like that? <laughs> it's also National Camera Day. So get permission first and then maybe take a picture of a, a hug with a family member or your bestie or something like that today. Have a good one. Stick around here on Victory 91.5.